Welcome to Language and Culture with Dr. J. I am Dr. J. This is a podcast about language, culture, and identity, and how these affect all areas of work and life. My guests range from politicians to artists, scientists, educators, students. I conduct interviews in English, French, German, Hungarian, and Spanish. You are now listening to an episode in English. The podcast also includes two new segments. On the one hand, Dr. J's Soapbox, in which I briefly share with you thoughts that are just itching to be out there. And on the other hand, a segment called Kids Ask, in which children from around the world have the chance to ask my guests a question. The podcast is brought to you by Kulturium.com in affiliation with Quadil Books and Events. For more information about the podcast and about us, as well as for teaching resources and study guides to the episodes, please visit our website, www.kulturium.com. That's www.c-u-l-t-u-r-e-u-m.com. You can also find me on our social media channels with the handle or hashtag drjpodcast. So don't forget to follow me on Facebook and Instagram for all the latest news and updates. Welcome to this episode. My guest today is Anna Svetlik de la Rosa. Anna, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. So would you mind introducing yourself to the listeners? Yeah. Well, like you said, I'm Anna Svetlik de la Rosa, and I am located in Texas. And I just am so honored to be a part of your show And we connected through one of my Instagram pages and because I have so many of them, I'm kind of like a fanatic when it comes to that. But yeah, I'm a life coach, a meditation guru or inspirer, a cheerleader for all women. I just am a jack of all trades. Let me start at the very beginning. Where does the Svetlik come from in your name? Where does De La Rosa come from? Maybe you can tell us a little bit about your ancestry, your heritage. Oh, I would love to. Well, Swetlik is um, Czechoslovakian, now, you know, Czech Republic. And they came from a little village in Moravia. And the funny part about it is my great grandparents traveled 180 days on a ship called Ship Erna all the way to Galveston and settled. One of the grandfathers or great grandfathers was born on the ship. And then now they located in Texas. But then the De La Rosa was my married name. His grandparents and everybody came from Spain. And I'd been married for 22 years. And recently, last year, we divorced, but we got married at 18 But now I've kept that name for now because I have all my brands in my life, you know, all in Delarosa. So I just incorporate Anna Swetlick Delarosa on things now, you know, until later. When my grand great grandparents came and then they settled over in Galveston, they found a little town called Bay City. Okay. And then they started um, buying rental property and stuff like that. So my grandmother, they had a store. And um, they rented 
And I found the checkbook the other day, the old 1940 checkbook, and their rent was $35. And then my grandfather went away to World War II, and my grandmother was tired of renting that building. So she went across the highway and bought a piece of property and made the, their store and named it after my dad. He, she got the land. She started building and she made my little dad the house and the store and had a spot for trailer parks. And she named the store Jimmy's Grocery. And we still have all of it today. And, and you are the only, the youngest of I'm the four youngest. children and you have yeah. three brothers. Yes. <laughs> How was that? <laughs> well, you know, what's funny. I was the youngest in the grandchild of all the grandchildren. And then I was the youngest in the family, in my family. And you know what? It was an adventure. We had so much fun. We were always building something or outside. So Anna, let's get to your work. Tell us about yeah. your work and how you, how do you go about all of this? Well, you know, being Czech and all, you just, you start learning to work and get things done at a, a very young age. And, you know, I got married at 18 and then I started in the medical field. So my, after college, my first position and first job was at MD Anderson Cancer Center. And that's where I started learning about insurance and, you know, the medical field and everything. And, you know, fr from there, from then I went on to a work for doctors for a long time. And then I really liked insurance. So I start, I switched my career and started doing and working for an insurance firm where I was, you know, one of the top in the company, but in 2011, my middle brother committed suicide. And that right there was the pivot. That was what shot me into, I need to do something for me because I had spent my life people pleasing. And I literally had been working at that company that I was at for about seven or eight years. And I was at my brinks in as far as comp competition. And, you know, I just wanted, I'm, wanting to excel, but always wanted to never knew how. And that's whenever he passed away in 2011 of November and 12, one of 2011, I started my insurance firm and literally went from a career and going to a everyday, you know, job to now moving into my insurance firm. Now I didn't know anything about, you know, I knew what I wanted to do and I knew how to build the firm. But I never knew looking back that I was going to be where I'm at now because it was a journey. It was a trial and error. And as I grew, I figured more out of what I wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? Mm, I absolutely do. I think what you just said, trial and error, I think that very often, and I think this is also maybe cultural, but in Germany, that's one of the things that frustrates me the most that I feel like people really spend such amounts of energy trying to figure everything out perfectly and trying to make sure that it's done and implemented in the most efficient, perfect way, trying to make it bulletproof. You know, in my case, I held in a lot of the hurt and pain and made my tragedy into a triumph where I went and built a brand and built an empire and wanted to do that and stop people pleasing and thinking, you know, I couldn't do it. So now I'm in a spot where I'm building and, you know, I'm trying to 
make a name for myself or feel like I'm someone. You know, it was just a journey of self-discovery. And each year was a stepping stone to get to where I am today, if that makes sense. And, you know, I just started. And some people don't start. And I did never wanted to be like that. But before he passed away, I didn't even know how to start something, you know, because I, I was lazy, actually. I just, I was yeah. comfortable. Yeah. I didn't even want to, I just, I knew I wanted to do it and I had it in me, but I just never did. Mm-hmm. And so each year I have added to and, you know, grown and, you know, just keep um, pushing forward. And then I started dabbling in the online space in 2014 and 15. And then I started doing a little bit of summits and, you know, I've just all this time just building and trying things and failing and succeeding and, you know, backtracking and, you know, you just keep going. And then I had all these projects going on that you really don't know at the time until you look back, how is all of this going to be incorporated in? Well, now I'm at the point to where I am incorporating all of my projects and the platforms that I built together, but I'm phasing out the insurance firm and doing more online and more life coaching and helping women. And, you know, but I incorporate the meditation and the mindfulness and all of it because that right there was what helped me get through and help stress and help with my ideas and help me get grounded. And so it it was just all, all of it's been a work in progress. Does that make sense? It absolutely does. I love trial and error. I love diving right in and then finding out the questions as you go along and answering them Um, instead of trying to plan ahead of time and Oh, trying to anticipate what could possibly go this way or that way. Um, I think it's just so much nicer. And I think it does have to do with mindfulness to just experience it, to be in it and, um, and go along with it and sort of, yeah, the failures as well. The failures are just, uh, well, it just means you're moving. (laughs) So, yeah. And that you hit the nail on the head. I spent so many years because we are in a era or we got a mindset somewhere that it has to be perfect. But I spent so many pl- years planning and I didn't move. And I figured, oh my God, when I first started, you know, doing my interviews and everything back in 2015, I spent hours and hours trying to plan. I thought I had to have the website. I thought I had to have this. I had this, this, this. And then I ended up not doing anything. And the procrastination set in. That's when I started just jumping in and doing it because I knew that I wasn't going to get it done. But like you said, experiencing it, going through, knowing what you like, what you don't like, because you know what? I wouldn't have changed anything that I've gone through because it's gotten me where I am today. Because when you think about it, what is happening to you is really happening for you because you're learning. And the thing is that with any, with any occupation, whatever you're doing, you know, be it teaching or being a doctor or being a lawyer or anything, there's the theory and then there's the practice. And no matter how much you prepare in the practice, you're going to learn so much more. And so do you, so that's the question. Do you think that this is a personal, this sort of 
ability to do trial and error, this ability to self-inspire, is that, do you think that's uh, just a personal characteristic, a genetic thing, something you bring from your family? Or do you think it's sort of your, you mentioned your Czech roots, or do you think it's American? Because I, I actually often see, I think in, 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 in Europe, there's this uh, perception of Americans as, you know, very much go for it, go get it that's more associated with Americans. Uh, what do you think from your point of view? Well, since I've had both sides, you know what? I think it's really both. It's an internal thing. You know what I'm saying? There's things you were grown up with. There's things that are instilled in you, but then it's your choice. And if you have the desire and you want to move forward, you're going to do it because, you know, we have, we have them in all cultures, even in American that aren't doing anything. They won't do anything. It's just because they don't know how, or they don't want to know. I think it's a desire within and you putting your foot forward as a whole. I think really it's both. I really do. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, so you travel the U S giving seminars and helping companies Mm -hmm. and helping individuals Tell us a little bit about the meditation and mindfulness project, sort of what exactly should we understand with it or what, what exactly is it? Well, whenever I was building my business and I was um, totally um, not taking care of myself or, you know, meaning I wasn't sleeping. I wasn't, I was just worried and wanted to um, have production. I wanted to have momentum and I wanted to make sure that everybody was taken care of. And I forgot about me. And so I started the project one, one of 2017, and I started interviewing six months before that. So I started interviewing ladies by reaching out to them on social media, asking if I could interview them. And, um, it became the meditation and mindfulness project because I wanted to present it to everybody out there to learn too. It was totally a free summit. They call them summits and people would sign up or whatever, But over the years, it has um, elevated to where I have a free tool to offer people. Because when you're learning and you want to dabble a little here and a little there, because I wouldn't know what I like until I try, like you said. And that's really, that's really what it is. It's about someone learning about the different modalities out there that can help you and assist you and get more grounded and stop and you know, learn about you because it's all about within and what you have within yourself is what's going to radiate on the outside and in your external world, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So why do you think most of the time people need a jolt? Well, I know that we are, I'm really big into the subconscious mind and how we're programmed from being in utero all the way till about eight years old. And we get in a, either a rut or we get into a routine. And sometimes because our programming, we don't realize that had such an effect on us. And the subconscious mind, once you have that jolt, it will shoot something into the subconscious mind for a change and you will really receive it. And that's mm-hmm. what happened to me. And I think that sometimes people will try to make changes in their life or whatever. And they keep going back to the old 
because they don't know even how to, um, how to go about getting some type of um, change or, you know, something that they want to implement in their life. And that right there, tragedies seem to do that Mm. because it's an altering fate. It's an altering effect to your body and your mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I really think that that's, that's why. And we, if we don't have some type of jolt, it's hard for us to make changes because people have a hard time. We're, we're complacent, changes. right? We just kind of, accept, yeah, yeah right? mm-hmm. that you just accept it and you get um, comfortable. Mm-hmm. It happens like that. But, you know, over the years, I've realized that um, it's 98% mental and 2% action. Sure. Sure. Once you've decided to do something, you know, then, yep. then the, the first major step has been made. So, yeah. Yep. So one, one question that I think the, the, the listeners might be asking themselves, I mean, you had this insurance business, so there, I think it's clear, but how do you make money now? Well, I, um, I'm an influencer online and I am a life coach Mm -hmm. and I coach women Mm -hmm. and I have, um, online courses that Mm -hmm. I make and I have a membership site. And so I have a lot of little things that I've um, made over the years and I continue to add to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you said you're an influencer. I mean, that's an understatement on Instagram alone. You have 157,000 followers. That's- I know. Isn't that funny? <laughs> how, how did that happen? I mean, how did that is amazing. That's thank that's- you. love. <laughs> that's so great. You know, I started in 2015, when I started doing my summits, I um, started building my email list. Okay. And, and I um, started my Instagram page and then I started uh, my personal, and then I started building my empowerment Instagram page and I show up every day. I show up and I'm real authentic. And I just, I um, now collectively have almost 5 million followers collectively. But it, that's with my membership sites, my email lists, all of my pages. I have four Instagram pages and I have my Pinterest and Facebook and Twitter and all that. But I focus on one and that's mm-hmm. Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I show up every day. I say and um, I comment on every comment. I answer all my messages and I'm just present. And my publicist and my assistant help me with my emails and stuff that come in or my Facebook and uh, all the other platforms. And I solely focus on Instagram because if I get scattered, I will not be present and be able to show up for y'all and Mm. for the people that need help. And that's how I do it. I just keep posting and keep sharing and doing that every day. Mm. So what advice would you have for women? I mean, you've had, you've had such a, so much exposure to different stories and people's Mm -hmm. needs and and people's preoccupations. What have Mm -hmm. you learned also from your blog? We start at zero. Okay. We all are there. So when you start, keep going. It's never too late. It's never too early. Everything is going to unfold when it's supposed to. You're not, it's not going to be smooth sailing. 
if you want to rise up to another level, go research those people that can inspire you because that's why I started my blog. I rolled it out the same day I rolled out my meditation and mindfulness project because when I was interviewing, it was so pat, I was so passionate about learning about these ladies and I didn't want just one genre. I wanted everybody and they were inspiring me, reading their stories, interviewing them, you know, just being in some shape, form or fashion involved. Mm-hmm. And I utilized their stories because everybody has a story and goes through something. We don't just wake up one day and yeah, it is what it is. And what are you going to make of it now? What have you learned? Are you going to face your demons? Are you going to face your shadows? Are you going to get rid of and clear and delete the things that are no longer serving you? And are you going to rise up? And some people will, and some people won't, but if they don't, that's not your fault. You just keep doing what you're doing. And if you, once you, when you start making those interchanges, and you start journaling and you start learning about you and loving you, everything else on the outside is going to unfold exactly the way it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. So Anna, what's, what's next for you? Where do you think you'll go from here? Well, I will continue to show up every day mm-hmm. and I'll continue to um, inspire and just keep being me. Some of the projects that I've been working on, I'm a mentor on a, app that just started called mentor, um, cam. So people will be able to go in and ask me questions. Mm -hmm. And, um, that has been in the works the last couple of months. And, you know, I'm just, I help my parents out a lot because they're getting older. And so I make time for, you know, family. I love to hang out with family and, you know, just, I'm just keep doing what I'm doing and, going with the flow. Cause I didn't know about that for so long. Mm-hmm. Anna, thank you so much. Is there anything else you'd like to add or any other messages you'd like to leave the listeners with? Yeah. I just want everybody to know that it's never too late and don't beat yourself up because, you know, I did that for so long and just, if you want to do something, start, just make little chunks and a little progress, you know, just a little bit at a time or a day or Because you know what? It's your journey and that's it. Thank you, Anna. Thank you. And thank you all for listening. This is Dr. J signing out.